ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back, welcome, welcome one and all to another episode of In the Mind of Madness. I'm your host, Mr. Black, and as they say in show business, let's get the show on the road. Joining me tonight is a very special guest from far, far away land. Um, it would be uh, the uh, the one, the only um, Gandhi Gaming. Please tell me for the love of Christ I pronounced your fucking name right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so why? We'll, we'll start with this. Why? Why Gandhi Gaming? Why did we choose that moniker for your your brand of of reviews for gaming? Well, one Gandhi's a peaceful man. Well, was was a he, peaceful man. At the end. He's, at he's, the end, yeah. he's still peaceful. So, he's, he's resting in pieces. Yes, he's resting in peace. So basically, I was a, a piece of shit growing up. Gandhi was a piece of shit growing up. He found peace in something in his light. And I believe in the way he thought was a good thing spirits and all that kind of stuff so it, it's i don't know it just stuck with me and then everybody started calling me gandhi my <laughs> original name was we we and that was from an acid yeah we that we. was yeah. from an acid trip it yeah. wasn't we it was we. yeah all right so you remember that you remember the cartoon the, not the cartoon the the commercial with the pig yeah 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 from from the yeah, geico commercial we, we, well i was yeah. tripping on acid and we were trying to figure out a name for me for PlayStation, and that commercial came on. Right. So, yeah. So it went from Wii to Gandhi Gaming. Yeah, well, I which mean... Which is actually getting ready to be changed again. Oh, shit. Not gonna get, I'm yeah. fighting it. She's fighting it, but... I, I don't know. want uh, to have to redo the whole thing. Is this, so. this like, going to be white and nerdy gaming? Are we going... <laughs> yeah, actually. actually yeah. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah. So... That's the new name. That's uh, your first people to actually gonna be the people to hear the new name ah uh, yeah so, so thanks so, rich so uh yes thanks mrs black uh yes for everybody who doesn't know yes um out there in in podcast land um yes i i'm actually married um and i i don't i don't talk about the personal aspect of my life i do talk about my health a lot um i do want to just talk about it touch on a quick topic real quick um i do apologize. I've I've been reached out to by a bunch of listeners, and um, no, um, I'm actually fine. My health is okay. Um, my wife's health health is okay. Um, I I have lost a couple of family members this year, so at that point I had to take a step back. Um, you know, I had to reevaluate things in life. I, I had a moment where I felt like I wasn't able to be funny anymore. Um, and I just needed a little bit of time to kind of get my head together, get my shit right again, um, and get angry with the world. So, so here we are, we're back angry with the world again. Um, I, I feel, I feel like it is, it is time to, um, turn the page on, on certain things and kind of get this show back on the road, back on track back to basically doing what I like to do and it's making people laugh I've always had one of those things where um, I always try to you know 
get somebody to fucking laugh. And I don't have to try usually too hard because most people just, you know, whether it be physical humor, it be basically just totally throwing a monkey wrench into somebody's, like, serious conversation, you know. Um, it's one of those things. Like I said, I don't focus on the political. I don't focus on a lot of bullshit in the world because a lot of it's that. It is just that. It is bullshit. And if you can see over the bullshit in, in reality and society, then then you're pretty much on the track to kind of be open-minded to experience things in a different light. Hey, I mean, whether you drink and listen to my show, whether you smoke weed, you, you know, you do this and do that, you know, I'm here to make you laugh. I bring people on and kind of do that, give you a little bit of enlightenment. But it's one of those things where I like doing it. I do it because I enjoy it. And when you can't do something because you don't think you're going to enjoy it, I don't want to give you guys garbage. So that's why I brought, for the first episode back, I brought a good friend of mine on, and I figure we can we can talk about some things like we were just talking about before we started everything up. Um, you know, a, a, a lot of funny shit. It's just... <laughs> this the, the certain things we say we say really are for um, off off fucking off mic um, because we we do draw the, we have to draw a line somewhere. Some of it is really fucking funny, and I, I have to figure out how to do like a red con like recording session where I just record some of the shit, some of the conversations I have that are fucked up, but. The way it goes like this, so now. So, gaming is his big thing. So he's he's done Twitch, he's on whatever the fuck it's called now, Facebook meta, you know, yeah, fucking, meta. yeah, fucking meta, because what, they're meta humans and you're ripping off DC oh now? Um, you know, I mean, I'm one of these people who, I, I literally think certain people um, are just fucking nuts when they say shit. But I like the crazy people. Like, I love Trump. Trump was hilarious as the president. Um, yes. You know, because he wasn't controlled. They couldn't control him. The media, I see signs around by me. There's a couple spots that, like, have people have big signs, defund the media. Uh, people have signs like, you know, this sucks, that sucks. That's why we have a constitution. That's why we have the freedom of speech. Because we're free to speak our minds about what the fuck we want, what makes us tick, and what I think is fucking hilarious, you know. But you have psychopaths in the world who just, they are f completely fucked up. And it's great because you have the conspiracy theorists who are just that fucking broad stroked of, you know, aliens did this, aliens did that. I... I I, well, you've got to kind of consider this. They have brought aliens out. Like, they've brought considered documents and proof that aliens do exist. Oh, I don't... Dude, I don't doubt that. I mean, I, listen, I read I read the, uh, the book on the crash at Roswell. And just all the shit that sucked with that. Like, the dude who, who that book is about and who found, like, the, the <laughs> quote-unquote weather balloon crash crash in Roswell, New Mexico, that the government said, like, oh, no, it was a weather balloon and yada, yada. He stuck with the story till he died. You know, that it was a UFO, that there were 
little fucking gray men that were, you know, carried out of it, but who the fuck knows? Don't mind me, I'm actually eating a little dinner. No, you're fine. So, now, I got one other question now that you're talking about these conspiracy theories. Have you seen the video about the Project Blue Book, uh, what is it, the head of it? He literally was talking about us going to the moon. Now, televised, everybody's seen it televised. No, we, we did not see it televised. We've seen it picture motions and all that kind of stuff. So, animation. yes, animation and you know what I mean? So, do you really believe that we were the first on the moon? Um, listen, I, I really can't, I can't confirm or deny what, what, what we've seen, what the, anything has told us, but like I said, I don't get into conspiracy theories because you just start opening up cans of worms with that shit. <laughs> and I've gotten emails, actually, that. from people when I did the other uh, previous podcast that I got introduced into this whole genre of of medium. And we, we were getting some... We had some pretty crazy people um, who luckily did not follow me over to my podcast, uh, thankfully. Because it was just um, one of those deals where um, we brought. Has <laughs> 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 a mouse in the room. Yeah. What can you smell? My buffalo calamari from like over there. Sure. So that sounds good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh -huh. I'm a big. I, I love hot food. Hot isn't spicy, but it's got to be spicy and flavorful. If you have food that's just um, flat out, like, insanely hot, it sucks. Yeah, because you can't taste it. It's, it's not, like... A it, it's not... It's got to have flavor in it. It's got to have, yeah. like... Um, so the cool thing is we have a bunch because of living in the, uh, the great state of New Jersey. There's, like, shopping malls and, like, sh strip places all over the place um uh yeah there's strip clubs too we have strip clubs like crazy um and the fun thing is uh outlet what they call basically um where there's a place called pepper palace and they're actually really good like i love getting shit from them because it's what like i'll make a lot of my my marinades with for like steaks and stuff um and it's a uh, good shit. It's like not only is it spicy, it's got enough of a kick and enough fire to it, but it's also got a lot of flavor. And it's one of those like things where you can just get out everything you need to do. And it's like, all right, I'm half, I'm halfway to my fucking goal of cooking. I have, I already have the foundation for my marinade. I just got to add a little bit of extra stuff. Maybe, ooh, fuck, hun, hun, sweetheart, can you get me a towel? I'm literally, I opened up a bottle of fucking yeah, I soda, it and, it and it just started foaming all over the place. Sorry, so, it, uh, it literally was, uh, it just bubbling out, like, uh, like somebody dropped Mentos in it, and, uh, it, it's just, it's hilarious how this, how the shit fucking works, but, um, no, you gotta love it, it's... It's great because I've picked up like Memphis, like bourbon, like fucking barbecue sauce and 
Um, Sounds so good. Uh, it was. It was. We made a marinade with it. I added a little bit of whiskey to it, and um, and, and you cooked it on the grill. Um, we've done stuff in the broiler in the oven, where it's just it's phenomenal, phenomenal stuff to use as a base, even if you're barbecuing on a grill. Um, you know, where you just marinate it in a little bit and then use the rest of it to kind of baste while you're cooking the steaks. Um, but it's, it's nice. Some things are starting to get back to normal with all that stuff where you can go in a store now. Um, and you know, if you're not vaccinated, you know, please wear a mask for everybody else's safety. Um, you don't, you don't want to, uh, you don't want to be vaccinated because you think of like, they're injecting nanites into people and they're fucking turning around and. Uh, or injecting mind control serum, and you're just an idiot if you think that. Yeah. Now, I'm not taking the vaccination because I I fully believe that I've never had the flu shot, and I've only gotten the flu like three times in my whole entire life. I feel that I've gotten COVID already when it first came out, and probably on the way. Um. No, I I truly think I got it from Steve. I think. Steve no, had it. I mean. Remember New Year's Eve? Okay, or, yeah, probably her. I think she had it. So I think I'm immune to it now. Like, I've been around COVID more than enough, enough times to definitely catch it and haven't caught it since. So I I think it should just run its course just like any other flu, and that's what COVID is. It's just any other flu. Well, it's a man. Here's the thing. It's a man-made virus, so. Yeah. So everybody who who turns around and and if you remember correctly, um, as some people probably will, says I did uh, migrate some of my old listeners from my old from the old show that I was part of to over to here. I made a statement when this started getting announced about COVID and and everything, and I I literally went on the record and said it was man-made it was manufactured in a lab and it was um one of those things of oops we fucked up oh yeah and then you know what i think like six months ago eight months ago um i believe one of the one of the presidents either the new idiot we got in the white house now or uh trump (laughs) had come out and said yeah, it's a man-made virus, and, you know, we uh, we found that out, and it was, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, of course, again, because nothing, because everybody's afraid that, you know, when they find out the truth about things, that everybody will freak out and panic. Because um, God knows these people have fucking all the money in the world, and, you know, like, I, a couple people said, um, Elon Musk is one of them, and that is why I like this guy so much. Because not only did he fuck up, and he touted this, like, attack vehicle that was fucking supposed to be, like, bulletproof and all this shit. But yet, when he... The thing failed by him throwing a brick at the window and the window fucking shattering like a piece of fucking regular glass. He he just made the look of, like... He just dropped his head and was like, all right, I fucked up. <laughs> I see that. What? Oh, yeah. So, when he came out with this, like, Tesla tank... No, I thought the tank, like, I 
I truly thought that thing was bulletproofed everything. No, no, no. So at the at the unveiling of it, he takes a brick or a cinder block and yeah. throws it at the window. And the fucking window shatters. It's the most... Like, after he got done toting this thing up to be, like, you know, the best security vehicle and it'll protect our soldiers and this and that, apparently something happened where they, when they did it, they didn't realize he was going to throw a rock at it because it was not, it was just a prototype. It was supposed to be, like, the model. He didn't realize that they didn't actually put the bulletproof class on the actual vehicle. (laughs) So he throws a brick at it, and the window just shatters like it was a fucking, like, he threw a grenade at the thing, and it, like, it went, poof. And he just, like, looked at it, looked out at the audience, and was just dropped his head like that little kid who just dropped his ice cream cone on the ground. Like, fuck. Man, I fucked up. Yeah. And, um, so, like, he said, you know, it's a design, it was a design flaw, probably, or miscommunication, and, you know, but he's made statements before, and, and this is why I like him, because he's come out and said, you know, and he said this to the UN, um, this is on fucking record, it's all over the place, literally, it's on, like, all the big news sites, uh, NBC, CNBC, uh, MSNBC, Fox News even did it, which is hilarious for them because they're fucking assholes. Fuck Fox. Um, but they've come out and said, like, he put a thing in there saying that um, you can, like, he would literally donate money towards, he would be able to solve, like, world hunger. But the UN would have to provide information information for him to invest his money properly like he's like listen if you give me a b and c legitimately to see where my money's going to i will fund this no questions asked he's actually pulled quite a few billion out of stocks to start funding it yeah well he's like funny because like he's literally said like his his um program his spacex program he has, he has literally said, like, this is what, what the goal is. This is what I want to do. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And I know he, his company, because what he, is he Blue Sky or is he SpaceX? I can't remember which one's which. I keep getting him confused. He's SpaceX and, uh, what's the other one? The other. And Tesla. Yeah. Well, Tesla is Elon Musk. Yeah. Well, and, Elon Elon owns Tesla and SpaceX. Right. So I don't remember who just got the contract, but uh, I think I don't know if it was for that NASA because they're going to be starting. That's what with, I'm going to Twitter for right now. Yeah, they're going on the Hab for. Uh, they want to build basically. They're talking about um, building a moon base. Which listen, that is that. That's that's it. That's literally the final frontier of things. That's Amazon. Amazon is talking about going to either the moon. I think Elon wants to go further. But the the thing is, is that NASA has already picked. I don't remember who they picked, and I lost the article. I had it saved specifically for when I did the did the podcast to talk about it because <laughs> it was it was a great article, and it was basically talking about how the the two companies the the SpaceX and the other one which is like I think Blue Sky or whatever it is 
um, were in the running to design the the habitat for this moon platform that they wanted to, to go to because NASA's next step is establishing a lunar like colony almost where it's going to be a way to uh, a landing platform from the earth to the moon a colony where they're going to actually be able to create their own food their own oxygen where everything's going to be self-sustaining and it's going to be the launching platform which uh, i've read things that other scientists have said is once we can once we can establish a foothold on the moon and it's going to be a joint effort and i think it's going to bring us one step closer to realizing that um deeper space travel is possible but they have to get a they can't start on earth they have to get into space to do that oh yeah and this is it the starship program you're talking about no this is uh, i'm trying to said i'm trying to i gotta find the article um but it was something i i happened to find that i tried this i thought i saved it but it apparently i my phone broke a couple of weeks ago so it it really sucked because it turned around and I lost a lot of my shit. So that really is one thing that kind of was a downer, but, um, it's, it's literally a funny thing about them. Uh, there's a SpaceX NASA contract. Let's see. Okay. So it's, um, the space agency announced it awarded to SpaceX the 2.9 billion HLS contract, choosing the spaceship concept over competing bids led by Blue Origin and uh, Dianetics. So, and of course, when that happened, Blue Origin put in for a lawsuit, and, and they just recently lost. So that was as of November 4th, and that is uh, spaceflightnow.com. Um, so, and the New York Times actually has it on their, their page too. So, SpaceX wins NASA $2.9 billion contract to Blue Moon Lander, or to build Moon Lander. So, what this is going to do is basically they are going to build a hab where they can start, basically start trying to colonize and have a launching platform for the moon. So... Uh, next statement on Artemis Lunar Lander um, that's what it's considered it's called the Artemis Lunar Lander Project and it's NASA with a joint effort with SpaceX which is you know um, Elon Musk so you know my question would be is how are you going to get the people up there that can't go through those G-forces like astronauts trained their whole entire like their careers for to go to space to well, make it to the if if you remember correctly like a um I would say I think a month ago William Shatner Captain Kirk actually went up on one of the SpaceX launches and he was actually at that interval of between Earth and space where it reaches so it is going to be possible it's not going to be as um, strenuous in the future, if I'm not mistaken, to to do that. And if they do it a different way, other than just a giant rocket 
where it's blasting you off straight up. Um, it's supposedly it's not as harsh on the body because you got to realize William Shatner's like, um, he's he's up there. He's not. He's got to be in his seventies, right? Uh, I think 70s? He, think he's a little older than that, there, pal. <laughs> I mean, he's not no spring chicken, you know. He's uh he's one of those guys who's been around for a while and um he is um he is that just he, he is Captain Kirk and he will always be Captain Kirk. He was born in 1931. So if you do the math, you figure uh 69 years would be 2000. Um so if you add another 21 on to that, he's pretty much almost 91 years old. Jesus Christ. So, you figure, you know, he's, he's, I mean, he, he's hilarious. I, I love William Shatner because um, he's one of those people who's just, like, he's trying to do so much stuff. Um, you know, he, he's done... Um, Star Trek and and I mean everybody knows him for Star Trek, uh, all the Star Trek movies he's, he's a done. Legend. Yeah, I mean he's Captain Kirk. He is and always will be Captain Kirk. I mean I do like, um, uh, fuck, what is his name from the new Star Trek movies they did? Um, uh, fuck the like and how they how they kind of spun it where it's an alternate. Universe. Um, oh, I haven't seen that. No, you haven't seen any of the new Star Trek no. movies, no, dude. Oh, it's it's great. Um, I'm actually trying. I haven't to... watched the only ones that I've watched was um. Hold on, I can actually pop it in. Yeah, no, it's it's um. He's not in the new ones, which is unfortunate, but um. They couldn't handle him anyway. Yeah, no, it's it's great because he's he's a great actor. Um, I, I do like him as Captain Kirk, and uh, I like him. I like him. He's awesome. Um, but no, Star Trek is. I'm and I'm not a Trekkie. If if let's get this correct, I am not a Trekkie at all. I am literally one of those people who um, Chris Pine. Chris Pine is is Captain Kirk in the new series of movies they did, and he did a fantastic job. That's what I was just looking for. Um, he he did a great job as Captain Kirk, and of course they had Leonard Nimoy make a cam make a cameo in there as as um, you know as Spock, which was great. Um, <laughs> and then I mean it's it's a shame, you know we've lost so many good actors in the last two years. Um, it, it's a da it is a damn shame. I mean, you know, uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away. Um, and I'm so glad Marvel's not recasting him as T'Challa for T'Challa, not recasting the role of T'Challa as for Black Panther. That they're gonna like, they're kind of gonna take the comic book spin on it. But it sucks because a lot of movies they like people will actors will die and they'll either. Just be like, ah, we can recast them, and or we can just we'll reboot the series, we'll reboot yeah. the franchise, you know. Um, 
But no, they decided that, you know, they listened to fans and they, they decided to go with that, you know, somebody else is going to take the mantle on and it's not going to be uh, recast. Uh, T'Challa will not be back. They're going to basically touch on what happened um, off that something happened off screen and blah, blah, blah. Uh, they're not going to use CGI. Um, so it, that's a great, I think, thing on Marvel's part. Um, <clears throat> where they're not going to just to turn a buck. They're not going to try to, you know, do movie magic and use CGI and all that shit. Yeah, they're um, actually going to give it a good story. So, create a new Black Panther. Yeah. Just like they should have done... Uh, Basically, what they've done with Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man has been. Yeah, Spider-Man's been draped in just all kinds of problems because Marvel. I mean, you got to realize Marvel did what they did when they needed money, so they sold. You know, they sold the rights to to shit, and Sony Sony bought them up like you know hotcakes. Was like, oh, well, we'll buy Spider-Man. Because we can probably do something with this. And, you know, they sold all the mutants to Fox, which kind of sucked. Because it's taken them so long to get out of that, like, out of that rut. And then they finally just went, alright, Disney was like, man, fuck it. We'll just, we'll buy it all back. And Spider-Man's the only asset they haven't been able to really buy back. But they've been negotiating deals. So, which is great. Um, Venom, Venom was a fucking awesome movie. Uh, uh, Let There Be Carnage, um, we, we went and saw, that was fucking awesome. Woody Harrelson, I, I don't care what anybody says. Don't run the movie, we haven't seen it yet, so. Yeah, no, I won't. Woody Harrelson is just an awesome actor from, you know, Natural Born Killers to his cameos in Austin Powers. Um, what's that? So where do you know where we can watch the movie for? Uh... Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's not streaming because yet, unfortunately. They're trying to direct traffic back into theaters to keep them open. Yeah, they Disney actually came out and said right now that they're um, all of the releases for the rest of the year will be coming out in theaters first. Uh, Sony agreed with that. Um, okay. Well, I understand. I'm, I'm not talking about. Uh, I'm talking about other sources. Oh yeah, no other sources. I like you actually can, you actually can believe it or not. I think in the next like week or two, um, I know FiOS with Verizon is like I can right now if I really wanted to, I could sh- I could go on and go on on demand and I can stream, um, the new James Bond movie through on demand, um. I actually can go to my, of course, because, of course, as we all know, Google is God. Um, I can actually go on to the Google Play Store, um, and I can turn around and type in Let There Be Carnage, and it will tell me when the release is for said movie. Or I can just type in Venom 2. That kind of works, too. There we go, Venom 2. And it literally tells me, it's pre-ordering, uh, it will be available for 
digital download November 23rd. Oh, okay. So. There we go. Yeah. So. Digital download on November 23rd. Yep. So, uh, which, which means that, like, um, probably it'll be on, like, HBO Max and all that shit shortly after. Um, we did watch, me and the wife did watch the new Dune on HBO Max because we couldn't get to the theaters to see it, which I was a little pissed about. It was actually really good. I, like, see, I sat there and I actually read all three of the books. So I read yeah. Dune, I read uh, Dune Messiah, and I read Children of Dune. Um, and it it it's following pretty much... Oh, it's following the first book, for the most part. It's following Dune um, almost verbatim. I mean, they've changed a couple of things um, and, and expanded on, changed the gender of characters, of course, because, you know... But hey, listen, it's still it's still very good. Uh, I think the gentleman that's playing Paul Atreides in this version is doing a very good job. Um, but it's also it's very interesting how their th- this take on it is. I will always be a fan of the original movie, the the fucking three hour movie that that is. Um, because let's let's face it, like when you can actually see Sting from the police in a uh, in a movie uh, where he just basically plays a pompous fucking badass yeah. um, and then pretty much gets his ass handed to him it's kind of interesting and funny but um, no I just I like the job they're doing with it I like uh, I like all the actors that are in it it's it's a very like the first movie the original movie it's a very uh, star studded cast from uh, Kevin Momoa to um, uh, Josh Brolin to um, uh, Oscar Isaacs to um, the guy from The Professor who the guy who plays the Professor in in the first Thor movie and a couple and like a, he was in Avengers and I can't think of the guy's name off the top of my head right now um, to Dave Bautista who who's in it. Um, yeah, it's it, it is a pretty like there's a lot of famous people in it, and of course the lead actor like the first one is a no name like kid who's not really a no name. He's not a very common like actor. He's he's been in a few things, um, and the chick from Spider Man's actually in it. Uh, um, Zendaya. Zend- Zendaya, yes, she yeah, actually p- plays Chani in it. Yeah, she's. She's in it, so and she's going to be in the next two movies because I'm actually going to make a trilogy out of it. Um, because let's face it, people just do not have the attention span that they used to with movies. And if they made this movie three hours, uh, it'd be people like lost about two hours, an hour and a half in so, two hours. Now that we're talking about like TV shows and movies, what's your take on uh, Squid Game? I will not. I won't watch it. What? Yeah, sorry, I that's not my it's not my thing. What? Yeah, I don't do any kind of uh movie any shows like that. I am not they're not my thing. Oh man. Yeah, no, I I think I, you get away from it cuz I know your wife binge watched it. Oh yeah, she she watched it on her laptop or when I wasn't home when I was at work. Oh, 
Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, no, I know it's not my thing. Definitely made you fucking cry, though. Yeah, no, it's not my thing. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't do stuff like that. Any kind of weird, like the guys at my job were all talking about it, and I'm like, yeah, I got no interest. You need to like, finish that sentence because you don't do anything like that kind of weird. Yeah. No, bullshit. That <laughs> not suit you. No, it's okay. Let me rephrase that. It's that show is just not my like forte of things. Okay. You know, it's not it's not my cup of tea. It's not your cup of tea. You know, I, I mean, I'm not big into, like, any kind of shit like that. I don't even, like, really, like, um, what are the fucking, uh, the Apocalypse movies. Like, any of the end of the world shit, like, 2112 oh. and all that stuff, and, you know, The Day After Tomorrow, like, those movies, I can't watch movies like, like that. I can't watch any anything like that. Um, a lot of these like movies that have crossed over from like Korea or Japan don't get me wrong I love anime I, I love anime until the cows come home but any of these shows or movies where they've just crossed over um, certain things it's just there's a niche thing for that and it's just not my thing it's like Saw I wasn't I'm not into Saw but I don't like horror movies um, and I literally tried to watch a couple things and saw from like an open, with an open mind just to say like, all right, it's really not a horror movie. It's more of like a suspense or like this other thing. And I was just like, I, I really don't like it because it's, I don't do horror movies, period. Yeah. I don't, I don't do horror movies since I was a kid. Like, I mean, talking about horror movies like Friday the 13th and you know, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street and Jaws and you know, those are horror movies, and, you know, those were the great classic horror movies. These, these, were they on, what, Saw 35 now, I think? Jesus Christ. And, you know, the, the, the book of, the book of the spiral thingy, and the, how many assholes can we, you know, put in this movie, and I, I just, I literally uh. done, I mean, I like the fact that they're kind of trying to wrap up the whole um, Halloween thing and you know where they first they threw out like half of the Halloween movies they basically just said like oh all the stuff with Jamie Lee Curtis that's where we're going to stop there and we're just going to go off a completely new tangent and then they bring it back to where um, it's it's basically where they left off with the, the one mo- last Jamie Lee Curtis movie and now they're trying to kind of wrap it up where it's, you know, um, they're trying to finish out this 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 series and just be done with it. Um, Robert England said to a, a fact of point where, you know, he was getting to a point where he needed to stop when he scared his own children when he went to watch the movies with them is when he realized that he was getting to a point where he needed to stop playing Freddy Krueger. And he came back for that final nightmare where they tried to rehash, like, do a kind of, like, rehash of it. But it's like, at a certain point, you go, why the fuck am I, like, why the fuck are we making 13 movies? Like, there's no reason for it. Like, Jason in Outer Space was stupid. I watched it. Oh my god, that was the. You know. Yeah, did you didn't know that? No. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Jason sure. Jason in space was a real thing. I think that was, what, Friday the 13th 3D? Yeah, that was the stupidest thing they ever came up with. Yeah, I mean, a good one. I mean, I liked when they did, because everybody was asking for it for years. Freddy versus Jason was hilarious. Yes, that was a good you one. You know, um, and that was, like, great. It was it was a perfect thing where everybody asked for it. Everybody was like, "We want this to happen. We want this to happen. We want this to happen." They did a teaser in um, the last Friday the Thirteenth movie, like Jason goes to New York, <laughs> and you know when the metal mask Freddy's hand comes up, grabs the mask and drags it down into hell. Like that was perfect. And everybody feels like, it's got to happen, it's got to happen. You teased it, it's got to happen at some point. And then they did it. So, um, I mean, we yeah, Halloween's over, we're in October, we're almost at Thanksgiving, which is coming up. Um, I, I was watching a couple of videos, because I love watching things on YouTube, where you get I just get lost in, in what I call this, the YouTube vortex. Yep. You go down the wormhole. Yeah, you, you go down the wormhole. Like, I'll start watching, like, um, I was watching, it was funny, because it started out as I was watching trailers. So I watched uh, the trailer for Free Guy, which is a great movie. I recommend it to anybody who loves Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds. Um, definitely see that fucking movie. It's hilarious. Um, but... I watched, started watching the Free Guy trailer, and then I watched the Deadpool reaction to the Free Guy trailer, which was, again, fucking hilarious. <laughs> then I watched the Matrix 4 trailer, which I'm excited because... Wait, they're making a new Matrix? Dude, it, new making, it will be out on in next month. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, I did not know this. yes, yes. So it takes place right after the, the the third one. So they're basically, you know, um, the trailer for it is all over YouTube. It, it's a legit trailer. It's they were filming it. They started filming it before COVID. Uh, they were filming it after they got the okay for everything. Everything got finished. It will be out um, in pretty much like a month. Not even less than a month is we're almost oh, out of November, awesome. so that's coming out. I can't wait to see that. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife come came out. I was supposed to go see it last night, and I kind of uh, had to um, basically cancel because uh, the clientele that was in the movie theater that we were going to go see it in uh, was less than desirable. <laughs> Because I wanted to go see it in IMAX, and unfortunately, the uh, gentleman who walked in ahead of us, I just looked at my wife and was like, um, yeah, we need to exit um, stage left, because this is just going, sounds like it's going to be a problem, um, and I didn't want to deal with bullshit, I wanted to sit there and enjoy a movie, and not have to listen to, um, you know, a bunch of punks who were stoned out of their head with who smelled like really, really cheap, horrible, like skunkweed. Um, it, it was just a fucking bad all around. But I was just laughing. Um, Want to see that. So hopefully we'll get to see it sometime this week. Um, I can't believe they're still making Ghostbuster movies. Well, here's the thing is this movie is actually the third movie. 
So Did this they bring the guys back? Yeah, yeah. Supposedly everybody made a cameo except for Egon because of course Howard Ramis has passed away. Yeah. Um Rick Moranis did not do a cameo in it uh, because he's, re- as everybody knows, he's retired from acting. Um, so he literally is is not uh, in it. But, you know, Andy Potts is in it. Bill Murray's in it. Dan Aykroyd's in it. Um, the, the, um, the fucking uh, Paul Rudd's actually in it, which is I really the reason why I want to see it. Because Paul Rudd's another actor who... He plays Ant-Man, if anybody doesn't know who Paul Rudd is. But he's an awesome friggin' actor. And he's funny as hell. Like, he's yes. not this fucking... Um, he, in 40-year-old virgin, if you want to see him in a great role of just, like, completely losing his shit, see 40-year-old virgin. His character in it is just gets so fucked over. Um... But yeah, so yeah, he's in it, um, and the uh, one of the actors from Stranger Things is in it. Uh, one of the kids, um, which funny thing is, I found out actually one of the actors from Stranger Things actually is from New Jersey. Really? Yeah the um, the one the one kid. Oh crap! I can't think of his name. He's the one with the curly hair though. He's actually from New Jersey. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, the little like seen bits and parts of it but yeah no he's he's actually from New Jersey uh supposedly he was like seen a couple like last not was it last summer um not last summer not this past summer it might have been this past summer or the summer before he was just uh there's a picture of him and some local police at a Wawa believe it or not he actually was in got caught in Wawa the cops were talking to him and they took a picture with him um, and they said he's like really nice, you know, and everybody said that like they saw him out. Um, he was actually a busboy in the summertime at the, one of the restaurants, local restaurants. And people were just like going there and be like, Hey, like you're in stranger things. What are you doing? Like waiting tables. And he's like, well, you know, he's staying humble. He's not like, Oh yeah, no, I gotta do it. He's still working at the same restaurant he's worked at since, before he was like big on the Netflix series, oh, so awesome. you know, it's a way to keep yourself humble. It's not like, oh yeah, I'm an actor. I'm, I'm, I'm this is beneath me. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's keeping his his mindset to where, okay, acting doesn't always. It's not going to always pay the bills. This yeah, will we pay the bills? So it's just one of those things. Like that's awesome, though. the way kids need to grow up and people need to be nowadays oh yeah so but back on the YouTube track of watching going down the YouTube rabbit hole so of course I was watching this a couple weeks ago it was was around around starting to be around Halloween and um, as we're talking about Friday the 13th because you know all the classic horror movies are ones you always watch the kid around Halloween and stuff and I found a video of a guy talking about Friday the 13th. And believe it or not, Friday the 13th was filmed in New Jersey, in Hopewell, New Jersey, actually at a at a camp, at a real li- at a real campground. Um and um in it was in Hopewell and they actually run tours of the whole location 
um, for Halloween. You got to buy tickets to get in, and this was actually, um, like, this was recently that he went on the tour. It wasn't Halloween. It was actually um, last, uh, like he said, I think it was in like January or February of this year, and it was like great because I watched like the whole thing, and he does the video tour, but they ask you, which he obeyed, you know, not to record during the tour because they talk about the, some of the stuff. But he took pictures of the location, showed your locations, talked about it. Um, and then after I watched that video, I actually watched the video of one of the guys who did all the filming locations from the movie Goonies. What? Yo, listen, there's people up here where I live that have no idea what the hell the Goonies are. And oh it baffles me. Like, how, it, it, it blows my mind. Because they know the phrase, hey, you guys. But they don't know what it's from. Uh, like, how do you not know what hey, you guys is from? Like, that is the most... That's insane. Yeah, it's, insane. We, we have to sit down with, with, uh, with her and actually, like, make her watch that movie. Yes, Goonies is Tired. one of the greatest movies in the world. Handcuff her to a chair and make her watch it. Just... Like, you're, like, like, sloth, like sloth yeah. in the friggin' basement of the fucking diner. Right. <laughs> so. Oh man. But no, that's like that's like uh, Sandlot, and you're killing me, Smalls. Like it, it's just people have not seen some of these movies, but the guy. It's funny because the um, where the movie was filmed in, I think it was Washington. They actually turned that jail into a museum now. So it's a oh, it's cool. a movie museum. So it's all the movies and TV shows that were filmed in that area are all in that jail. Oh, that's neat. Like all the memorabilia from it. But it's the jail from the opening scene of Goonies. And it's... At the time Goonies was filmed, it was an actual still... It was still an actual jail that oh, they used. I didn't know that. Yeah. It was a police station in the jail, so... And they have, like, parked outside is the actual Fratelli's Jeep with the bullet holes in the back and all that stuff. And um, so they went to that, lo they were at that location. That's where they started, which walked through the prison. And it was um, the uh, one Fratelli brothers, you know, his cell with the the pipe that he used to act like he's hanging himself with the sign that says, you schmucks, yeah. you really think I would kill myself? Um so, and then they got the Jeep parked outside, and they got all the memorabilia from the movie. They got, all, like, all kinds of stuff from the Goonies. Um, but then they went on a couple of other filming locations. Like, they went to uh, where they were for the restaurant, which is actually now... It's actually a park, a state park, where they filmed it. Um, and uh, it, it was, like, pretty cool how they were talking about, like, all that stuff, and... They walked to where everything was, and it was like funny, like you know where the diner would actually be. And um, but yeah, this. But then I get into like I said, I get into these like things. One thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to you know, um, freaking Egyptian pyramids, and you know what what happened, and you know the Sphinx, and I'm like, boy, I just I completely go from like normal 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 just completely like left turn to 
drone footage that things have, shouldn't have been captured on drones. And, like, the strange red-headed clown that's running through a cornfield in the middle of nowhere. What? Oh, yeah, there's a video... Um, there's a video, like, uh, it's like 30 things caught by drones that shouldn't have. And they're, one of the videos, it's on a couple different ones, but it's a drone. And you see the kid who's operating, and he's talking in the beginning, and he's like, oh, yeah, we're filming the cornfield, blah, blah, blah. And he starts flying over the cornfield, the, and it's a real, like, legit cornfield. Yeah. And all of a sudden, what you think the drone's coming down on, you think it's a scarecrow. And all of a sudden, it looks, the person in this clown mask looks up, and the drone starts following him as he's, like, hauling ass through this fucking corn maze. And it keeps up with him until, like, it hits, like, the edge of the corn maze. There's a little bit of an opening, and then there's just this fucking woods. And the fucking guy in the clown mask just hauls ass into the woods... And the drone stops, like, dead right at the end of the uh, cornfield. And it's like, you know, holy shit, like, why would this... You know, some people are saying, like, the guy's like, well, you know, some people are saying it's staged, that it was, like, one of the guy's friends, and... But, which it could have been. It, which it could have been. Um, but, you know, there was one of, that was one of them. One of the other ones was, like, fucking drones flying around and um, it's filming Siberian tigers and the tigers just decide that yeah they are hungry and they want to see what drone tastes like <laughs> and I mean That's awesome. these motherfuckers jump jump up and actually get snatch it out of the air That's and then the guy's talking about how that yeah Siberian tigers will actually jump up and snatch birds out of the air when they fly within jumping range um, but it's stuff like that. It's it's just I, I I get on these tangents of watching YouTube and getting completely lost in in these in some of the shit. And it's just a lot of times I won't pay attention to what's next. I'll just hit next. Sometimes I'll be scrolling through as I'm listening to what's playing, and I'll go, "Oh, this video seems interesting. I'm kind of bored no, though when I'm watching." Click. <laughs> My thing is, I go on to like if I'm into a video game like when I'm playing Rust like when I got real deep into playing Rust I go into these wormholes on how can I make my base the best base in this fucking game how, how can, can I be I the best motherfucker the most expensive raid you're gonna possibly have to spend <laughs> to get absolutely nothing out of the base because I spend my shit on everything else yeah. and lose it why Why do I get it why, why do I now I started playing Rust with them specifically jump in now, why the fuck is my guy a black guy? Why do I got to be a black guy? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm a female, well, so what do you mean? Why do I got to be a female? It's in your name. What? Mr. Black. Oh, yeah, true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I wish I could find, like, a like a friggin', like, skull mask or something to put on. Um, and that. But I'm starting to get the hang of it. I've been starting to mess around here and there when I can get a chance. Um, right now I'm playing, uh, the new Guardians of the Galaxy game, which oh, is, that sounds fun. it actually is very interesting. Um, it, it's, 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 I was almost like, all right, this sounds, I want to do it cause it's interesting as they're talking about like 
this different story and all this other stuff. And I'm like, all right, let me, I'll grab it. It should be good. I've played a couple other games similar to that. And it was good. Like the Avengers games actually pretty good on the PlayStation. Um, you do need friends to play the Avengers game, which I, I, most of my friends don't want to buy it because they're, you know, for whatever reason, oh, it's a Marvel game, it's going to suck, blah, blah, blah. I really haven't been too disappointed with many Marvel games. Spider-Man was great. The second Spider-Man, the Miles Morales one was yeah, good. Spider-Man, right on that um, topic, where is it? <laughs> the only that thing I got... Game, that game is dope as fuck. Yeah, well, the problem is... is my my only problem is is that now here's my argument for video gaming can you please keep reality out of gaming like i understand you're trying to make a point with certain things but and i'm not going to touch on the subject because it's very touchy and i don't feel like getting in trouble for it especially in my mouth um but you literally have a point where you just certain things should be out of left out of games and i understand they're trying to to push things but you you want to people want to stop you know quote unquote racism and and all this other shit well guess what if you leave it out of a fucking video game you're going to get your point across if you take out this fucking medium you're going to take you're going to get your point across don't force it on people because no matter what, you're not doing anything, any justice. You're doing it a great injustice. Now, what do you mean by that? Like, an example would I, for games. I do, well, like, um, all right. Are so you like, talking about how Call of Duty had that when the whole Black Lives Matter thing was going on? They posted every single day for a whole month. Black Lives Matter on their fucking and all that shit. Well, they did it in the sports games. Like they changed all the players' jerseys with that whole logo shit, and and that's what I like. I pissed off about. I'm like, I'm literally paying. You know, I paid to get my game. You know, I I play FIFA. I love FIFA. Um, I I like soccer. Yes, I'm one of those weird people who likes f European football. Um. I'm a Liverpool fan. We've talked about this. Me and Mr. Fitz have talked about this, that, you know, we, we follow Liverpool. Um, we follow it very well, actually. I get the alerts on my phone when the game's on. Um, but like anybody else, I like football, too. I like American football, too. So, of course, I'm a horrible... I'm, I'm like, fucking... I'm a Jets fan, and I'll, I'll always be a Jets fan. I'm also a Carolina Panthers fan, um, which we got a little bit of light of hope at the end of the tunnel this year, so... Um, Not my Eagles. My Eagles so, got no light. No, nah, we got... Well, we got... They brought Cam back, so I, I'm good. I'm happy. He's no longer a Patriot. I'm very happy with that. Um, they brought him back because Darnold's got a fucked up... He fucked something up. He got hurt in the last game really bad. Um, <clears throat> and they brought Cam back. They're going to start him next two games. Um, the Jets are just... Right now, they're starting Flacco this next game, and I'm like, okay, great. Well, you're... Your other three quarterbacks are all screwed up. You're starting a third. You're starting a third string pro quarterback who won a Super Bowl. Awesome. You you literally, you know, the season's over for them pretty much. I know people are like, oh, it's not, it's not, it's not. But let's face facts. 
you're not having a great season. You're not going to win the Super Bowl. There's no snowball's chance of hell in getting a wild card. Unless, like, the trifecta happens of every team losing from here on out until the playoffs. But (laughs) the biggest fact is, is you have all all this shit going on. All this, like, just crap. And and you want to shove shit down people's throats. Like, like leave leave that shit out of it. Adults know what's going on. If they want to be the way they want to be, that's fine. They're just, you know, that's the way they're going to be. You're not going to force shit down people's throats. This this just force forcing people shit on people is getting annoying. This cancel culture shit's getting annoying. This false yeah. accusation shit on people's getting annoying. I, I just I really wish people would wake the fuck up and realize like, hey, listen. You know, you got to make your own decisions. You you got to, like, realize that, you know, you, if you open up your own eyes and you get off your ass and stop reading, like, going on social media and, and interacting with people, you, your life will be a lot better. But, you oh, know what? Uh, the media is horrible. Yeah. Well, I, I can't watch that shit. I don't, see, I don't watch the news. I don't, I, I can't watch the news. I'll never watch the news again because it's just garbage. And in, you know, a slow news day is, is like, you know, good things happening in the world for them. It's only if there's, like, massive, like, mayhem is the only time, like, is a good news day. Well, but this past week, that's that's all it's been. There's one person in the news, Kyle Rittenhouse. And yeah. That's all it's been. So, but, but you know what? Like, that's, but that's the news. The news now is about pop, like a popularity contest. Oh yeah, and it, it's like you know what they say: sex sells, death sells, to the news. So that's literally one of the ways of looking at things. Is that's how the news gets their ratings? Is if you can draw a point to where you can get the goriest ratings you possibly can the most cringeworthy ratings, that's where the news is right now. The news isn't about the news. It's about the fucking ratings. They could care less. It's basically how artists see it. Good coverage, or bad coverage is good coverage. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, either way, they're fucking, they'll cover the shittiest shit and try to paint it as a good thing just to make that, that quick, that quick dollar. Yeah. That well, quick dollar that's not even worth a dollar anymore. Yeah. Like, like they say, the only the only bad news is no news. Exactly. In their eyes. So, but the problem is too is society is, people say society has changed. It's no, society hasn't changed. It's the majority of society has started to become sheep now. Where, they're at this point where they're just going with the, going with what they're being told we're in a society now of a lot of people who are just followers they're just they need to latch on to something or someone and that's part of the problem is you have people who are who want to be entertained which I I say all the time you want to be entertained listen to me I will entertain you I will make you laugh I will make you you know make you think about things but if you want to just listen to me to follow something follow along with something that's not my thing I cannot keep coherent thought 
in no, my no. fucking brain. Listen, I'm I'm so so excited that you're back. Like you you don't understand. Well, you do. I I've been saying it. When two years ago, before, well, not before, like right when I met my wife. Like your podcast literally got me through my workday. I fucking hated my job. Yeah, basically. <laughs> met me, met you, met yeah. him. <laughs> Same thing. But, like, you got me through my days. Like, the, the podcast got got me through it. I laughed. Like, it, it, when I was in shitty-ass moods, I'd throw your podcast on. I'd replay episodes that I've listened to, and I've listened to a few of your episodes at least a hundred times, if not more. So, like I said, if you guys enjoy a good laugh and have fun definitely check him out like i recommend him to all my friends all the time i tell them to go check his shows out even though he hasn't been on thank god he's back this is great i'm excited so like folks he's got a chubby yeah i do got a chubby <laughs> it's funny because like, like you said before we started recording we were talking about some crazy shit and funny stuff at the same time we had a good laugh before the show so it's it's always he's always trying to have a good time. He's I, always got a smile on his face. I learned I learned down. I learned a long time ago. You know, if you can't laugh in life, if you can't have a good time, you are at that point where you just don't you don't know what life is anymore. Like if you wake up day to day, day in and day out, and, and this is where I get serious for a little bit. But if you wake up day in and day out, and you just you're like, oh, I gotta get through the day. I gotta get through this eight hours. I gotta get through this. You need to enjoy life. You need to live life to its fullest. That's why it's printed on the, you know, everywhere. Carpe diem. Seize the day. And you, people need to realize is, you need to get out of your own way a lot of times. But I, I've struggled with, I struggle with my health, like I've talked about. I struggle with um, my um, my depression. You know, day in and day out, it's it's not a one day struggle. And I'm actually going to do a, a little bit of a disclaimer um, because it, lately it has been creeping up on people, and um, some people I know have suffered from losses in in with people uh, taking their own lives. But um, there is help out there, and you know, look it up online. There is the suicide prevention hotline and the, and the website. Um, and they have a Facebook page. They have a Twitter account. There are people who will talk to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, and you need to get that help. If you think that you're going to be a person who's going to, you know, turn around and, and take your life for the wrong, like, because of, you know, whatever, bullying or, like, you know, you just feel like there's no way out. These people will help you. They will help you find you know, uh, solace and a, a guiding, you know, force and give you a purpose, but you need to get help because that's the, the easiest way out is not the easiest way out. Um, what you don't realize is you, um, you may, uh, it's an end for you, but you leave a lot of questions for people and, um, you do hurt other people, whether you realize it or not. So, that's one of the big things is you have to realize that you have to um, try to get some help, and you're not uh, you're not a coward for it. Um, you're not weak 
Um, believe it or not, the strongest people are the people who do ask for help, who do admit that they have a problem. Um, and it, it may be for depression, it may be for alcoholism, it may be for drug abuse. But if you ask for help and you seriously try to put the, the right... Um, the right mentality towards it, you may be able to get help for your depression, for your alcoholism, for your, you know, for your drug addiction. Um, but don't just take the easy way out. Don't overdose. Don't like commit suicide. Don't, don't think this is like just a never ending spiral. Cause it's not, you can get help. So that was my disclaimer, my public disclaimer, my free thing. That's not ed or sponsored by anything. Um, it's because yes, I do care about people. Um, I have a lot of good friends. I, I know people who struggle with depression. I struggle with depression myself. Um, I know people who struggle with alcoholism and drug addiction. I've lost friends. Um, I've lost friends to overdose. I've lost friends to, um, alcoholism. I've, I've lost, uh, friends to suicide. So there, there's help and, you know. Um, coming from someone who deals with depression on a daily basis. Um, yeah, there's help out there. I've had plenty of good people who helped me in my life, family, friends, loved ones, um, the people that do care. So there's help, helps I out there. to that, if it gets too late or you don't know where to go, go to your local hospital because they will help you. They will check you in and give you help. At first, it's going to be really scary and uncomfortable, but they will help you. You can give all that crap. As um, he was saying before, if you need help, there is a phone line you can call the suicide hotline. It is 1-800-273-8255. Don't be scared to check it out. Listen, I've actually called the line before. I've been in the situation. I do struggle with the depression ptsd and anxiety and such and such i recover i'm a recovering addict if you feel and you are ready to get sober do call that line they will help you they will direct you to where you need to go don't be scared people are willing to help yes it it, it sucks asking for help it, it's one of the most humiliating things in the world but you need to do it to move forward in your life one day at a time, it's the best thing you can you can do. A closed mouth doesn't get fed. That is the best thing that I've learned in my life, and I hope somebody else can learn that. It's it's rough, and it's it's. I'm gonna try to end on an upbeat note, but. Your girl just applied for an OB position at a hospital with a $30,000 sign-on bonus. Nice. Love that shit. Yeah. Well, another funny thing is, too, is you have... That's... that's. We'll start this. We'll go this way. I, I can go a little longer because it's been a while since I've recorded an episode. January 14th was the last episode I recorded. Okay. And at that point, wow. we were... I was, I was on... Um, for most people, I talked about it. My uncle had just passed away of pancreatic cancer. Um, my daughter at that point, um, she was... Um, I'm, I'm losing count of... She was about three months old. She was born seven weeks for those who, who care. She was born seven weeks premature. Um, she, was, she was three pounds when she was born. Um, 
but she was a fighter. She's she's like her parents. We're both fighters, um, and and that's you know one thing to to realize about in life. Life is about the fight, and when there's enough people who who you literally you want to basically prove wrong, that's where you get like I get joy from now. I think about all the people in my life who told me like. I'm never going to succeed. I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to be this way. I'm never going to be happy. Now that I'm happy and I'm succeeding and I have what I want, I, I, I smile every day because those same people, for most part, I know most of them are miserable in their lives. And I know a lot of them are just literally do not know what to do with themselves. And they're in a, you know, in a, in a way they're, they're horrible. But I always have proven, tried to prove people wrong on one way, shape, or form. But the funny thing about that is, you know, the there's a song. I, I've been listening to a lot of Ice Nine Kills lately. Have you, Kev, have you heard them? Who is it? Ice Nine Kills? No. Okay, so check out Ice Nine Kills. Um, so... I've been listening to a lot of Ice Nine Kills lately. Um, I stumbled upon them on Octane on um, Sirius XM. So they're really good band. Um, they actually have a good song out, uh, Hip to Be Scared. It's a parody. They basically, the video is a parody of American Psycho. Oh, that sounds nice. So the lead singer plays uh, Patrick Bates in it. So it's great. Um, so, uh, yeah. But no, the funny thing about about that is is that no matter what I watch with uh, with a lot of this stuff, it's just it's constantly, constantly, constantly. I've noticed a pattern with with certain things, um, and a lot of it leads back to the whole YouTube vortex, like I talk about. So I've noticed I've watched I'll watch start watching certain things, but it'll all rotate around. Like when I watch stuff on cooking, it'll all start out with basic stuff like baking and then it'll go right to barbecuing. I have no clue how that connection links to anything, but like, I'll go looking, I'll be, I'll be watching something with my wife, like on, cause she watched like the, like the, that great American baking challenge or the great European bake off. I'll start watching. I'll start watching that with her. And then I'll get on these tangents where I'll start watching stuff like uh, Guys Grocery Games and Diners Driving and Dives. And I'll get on some weird YouTube kicks where, like, guys are making some, like, wild concoctions with stuff. Um, but my favorite video I think i ever seen yet to date is um, the guys from How Ridiculous. Um... They just did a, a video, I think within the last three months, where they are breaking panes of glass with different objects. And they are drawing what object they're going to use out of a little bag with, with, with ping pong balls in it with the items written on it. <laughs> and it's just funny because certain things you think would break, like say... Um, like you figure like, oh, an apple. An apple wouldn't break a pane of glass. You know, and it, it does. It breaks like one pane of glass or it doesn't break any. Where you think an apple would break a pane of glass. Nope, doesn't break any. 
um, an arrow. That, that was a good one, too. The arrow, where you thought the arrow would go through. It was ten panes of glass that they had up. It went through three. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, and they had, like, an aluminum tip on the on the end of the arrow and everything. It's like, all right, you know, it was a 40-pound draw on the compound bow, and it was um, it was funny. They, the guy drew it back, and he literally turned around and said, he was like, it's, you know, it should go through 10. He was saying, oh, it's going to go through all 10. It, it hits the third one and then, like, literally gets to the fourth one and stops. But, again, it was the basic, you know, that basic arrow and all that stuff. So... What's that? Modern-day Mythbusters. Modern-day Mythbusters, pretty much. So, But on that note, I want to thank uh, uh, Gandhi Gaming for joining me tonight on this episode of In the Mind of Madness. Um, We're going to try to get back to a normal schedule. Um, Hopefully it's going to be recording at least once a week. Um, If not once a week, once every two weeks. But I'm going to try to stick to a normal schedule and get some... A little bit of normalcy back into the way I've been doing things. So, uh, from the everybody uh, out there in Radio Land and podcast world, uh, I want to thank you for joining me this evening. It's been an honor and a pleasure as always. And um, this has been another episode of In the Mind of Madness. I'm Mr. Black, your host. And uh, what I'm going to say is I will see you when I see you. And it hopefully will only be in a week to two weeks. Have a great night, everybody, and thanks for listening.